0: Alright, and welcome to another edition of Sunday Tour. My name is Anthony. I'm here, as always, on the horn with my cousin Ant. we got a special treat for you today. Believe it or not, we have a guest. Very special guest. We'll get to him in just a moment. First, as always, Aunt, how the fuck's it going, man? How you doing? And what are you drinking tonight? Hanging in there. I'm having just a uh, Budweiser tonight. Monday, Monday night Bud. Monday night Bud. It's like Monday night football. Are you ready for... Uh... Ready for wings and beer on a Monday night. I like that. Yeah, I think we'll be, getting, I think
1: we'll be getting football before baseball. So, yeah.
0: That's very possible. We'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, that'll be later on the show. We'll definitely talk a little baseball. Um, our special guest tonight, I have the distinct pleasure and honor of introducing uh, a known degenerate, a gambler, an all-around good guy, Uh, we thought it'd be good to have a different opinion on some of the current events going on here, and, uh, our boy here does not take any shit, Well, does not mince words, New Jersey's own Tony D, Uncle Titty. Oh, gentlemen. How the fuck are you doing? Gentlemen, thank you for having me. What
1: a a pleasure. pleasure. Our pleasure, of course.
0: Well, well known in these parts, too. Where's that? Famous. Famous amongst our family, obviously, for, uh... (laughs) You made you made lasting impression for all the right reasons, I'm <laughs> sure.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, it doesn't take much to impress uh, <laughs> our crew. so <laughs> I feel left out. I'm drinking a Pepsi. I should open up a Heineken right now.
0: Feel free, yeah. Jump in. We we'll, we'll hang back on the and wait till you get to the fridge. Yeah, hold on a second. Yeah, yeah. Join, join in. I'm 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 having a uh, little Dosakis.
1: Oh, all right. As we speak. Most interesting man in the podcast world.
0: No, not <laughs> <on> that. Say <laughs> hey, there's a little tip for you. I did a little takeout from Chili's the other day. Oh, yeah? $10, ten, $10 six-pack Dos
1: Equis, Ah With the order. I keep forgetting that these places are doing that. Mm.
0: Take advantage. Are they Take doing, they do, do, are they doing
1: margaritas to go? Yeah, about really, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah I, think you still have to, I think you still have to mix them and shit, so
1: uh, I don't fair. want to do that. I've been making my own anyway, so.
0: All right, fellas, I'm ready.
1: All right, nice. Well, all right. What kind of margarita mix do you use it?
0: The ripe. It's the only one I know. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's homegrown. That's new, I think it's at New Haven, no Haven's own ripe. Oh,
1: is it? Yeah, and then I just use, I usually get
0: 1,800. Nice. You do blenders or uh, just mix I do it the up? bullet. Oh, that's right!
1: <laughs> I love the bullet. <laughs> the bullet makes the bull- it nice and fr- nice and frothy, nice little frosty uh, margarita. Did you have any margaritas this weekend? Friday, I did. Nice.
0: Good to see you. Good is good to have you back in the saddle. It feels I feel like you're 100 percent now.
1: I am. I've am, I kind of dipped my toe back in drinking. Like Saturday, I was drinking maybe like you know six or seven beers, but uh, I, I haven't gone on like an all out bender yet. But I'm back. I'm back in, for the most part. Back in the game. You sound it's great, Titty. And just got over an
0: illness. He had a little corona scare. <laughs> Did not he got he got the uh he, he got the q tip shoved up his nose. Yeah, all the uh, way to the he, brain. But he's cl- but he's clean, thankfully. Um and back in back in action. He was antibiotics for a
1: little while, but he's good to go. Oh man, yeah. well that's that's good to hear. Were you uh have you been working this whole time Aunt? Yeah, I work in a small office, uh and it's like ten minutes from my house, so it's just you know, that's all I've been doing really is to and from. Work. That's it. And I, I know you've been all over the place, right?
2: Yeah, I've actually been in a. I was counting it before I was talking to some of my, some of my buddies about it. I've actually been in 11 states in the last month and a half. Oof. So that's. Crazy. Now, are you flying? You are are you
1: driving, flying, both?
2: I am not. I am not flying. I have been driving everywhere. Uh, I do have a bit of a concern with being on a plane. I think, yeah. you know, I think that goes kind of into the level of confusion that that I have at this point in terms of where we actually stand. Uh, certain things are, you know, feeling like they're coming back to normal. And then, you know, plane travel, which has been a big part of my life for the last couple of years, to me, remains like a, a major question mark.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, You from, from Jump Street tone, you've been, I don't want to say like, the most paranoid person I know about all this, but you've been, you've been, you've been so well-informed. It's been hard not to come up, you know, kind of, kind of have that uh, that warning tone whenever we talk to you about this kind of shit. I think it's got to do not just with how informed you are, because what you do and like, you're kind of on the front lines. You have to get all the way into that. You know what it is that you do, but you're involved um, with, with, with this on some level. Is that, that fair? Safe oh, again? yeah,
2: absolutely. I, I mean, that is, that's a big part of what I, you know, a big part of what I do is the promotion of uh, healthy hand hygiene programs for, you know, everything from hospitals to schools to retail facilities. So from the get go, you know, we as a company, you know, I mean, doing my job, we're very much focused on this year actually being one of the worst outbreaks of the flu that the world has ever seen. Um. Oh, my Jesus. So even prior to this COVID message, if you go back towards the end of 2019, into the first quarter of 2020, the flu has actually been uh, the most deadly on re- at least in modern times on record. So we had a mindset, and like we're, we're in that mindset and that mode of being prepared for uh, explaining to our customers or ultimately the general public on the right practices and procedures they should be using. To cut down on the spread of the flu, and as you can imagine, that completely tied into the outbreak of the coronavirus. And just
0: blew. And it just blew up. Yeah. It blew up. That's that's crazy. That's yeah, crazy.
2: The good thing is we had, you know, we have a, um, we have essentially have a plan in place already because it is the same type of preventative measures. And it's actually kind of funny if you think right. about it. I mean, it's wash your hands for twenty seconds with soap and water. Use hand sanitizer in situations where hands uh, where water and soap is not readily available.
0: That's pretty much the the crux of what I do is explaining that to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And you've been and you've been even wearing a mask since before it was chic to be wearing a mask before <laughs> uh, you know before sports teams are putting their logos. True,
2: on. man. Yeah. I mean, I've read up about. I've been reading about it probably uh, probably a little too much. <laughs> you know, get myself a little bit worked up over this kind of stuff, but uh, yeah, I was fortunate enough to I bought like two cases of N95 masks in uh, the first week of March when they were still available, and I've been I've been uh, living off those to be honest with you.
1: So, so when when was um, when was coronavirus? When did it first pop up on your radar? Because you were probably a little ahead of the game, right?
2: Yeah, I'd say we were a little bit ahead of the game. Like we were talking about it, but it was still like one of those things where. It was so far away, and, you know, a lot of the information that was coming out at first about coronavirus out of, you know, Wuhan was, uh, you know, we were skeptical at best and didn't really, you know, it's it's a typical thing where it, it's not a problem until it knocks on your front door. And uh, we knew about it, and we knew about the right ways to combat it from a hygiene perspective, but I don't think anybody really foresaw the level of what
0: we've been dealing with uh, for the last couple of months.
1: Sure. No,
0: yeah, I agree. Yeah, definitely. You mentioned uh, like the level of confusion before, and like now, like New York is like getting ready to reopen. They they had there's like twenty one thousand that died. Uh, apparently, the numbers have been slowly going up, and we're all like experts in graphs now. But uh, you know, it, it it could it could go right back down to the next week. Like who knows? But numbers have been slowly been going up a little bit since uh, Memorial Day. Like Texas just just clocked in with its highest number. Of infected. It's only like 2000, you know, Texas, is a huge state, but still, you know, you see numbers like that and you're kind of, you, you wonder, you worry if this is coming back already. Um, wh- where are you now? Is like states like New York, Connecticut, New Jersey are getting, I don't even know is New Jersey close to reopening or is that not, um, is that like still a week or two away? Cause like Connecticut's already in phase one, New York starting phase one, Connecticut's going to be in phase two shortly. Um, how do you think we stand now, like from your perspective of things like do you think we're ready for this or um... I think I'm a victim of The times in a lot of ways a lot of ways where um
2: you know it used to be like you know forty years ago you would turn on Channel Seven and the news would be on channel Seven, and there were two choices in newspapers and you'd get one or two perspectives, but they were actually literally reporting the news Vers- right, yeah. Oh, now. Right. Versus today, where, you know, there's, you know, an infinite amount of news sources. I'm at a point where I really don't know what was actually true, what is true, what continues to be true. And it's it's kind of maddening. But I, I have an opinion.
0: Uh, yeah, well, that's we have. <laughs> that's what we do, man. We don't mm-hmm. we don't pretend to be experts or have facts or anything. <laughs> we just we just have what we've read. New York, or, or New York's interesting, man. What what I mean? Let me ask you guys what's your what's your take
2: on why New York's numbers are so much higher than everybody else's in the country?
0: Uh, i will be honest, I haven't really given the why that much thought. I just kind of considered because everybody's on top of each other. It's New York, you know. I mean, you go you you can't walk you know six blocks without three people coughing on you. So.
1: Yeah, that's, so, just that's like, the only. Yeah, it's the only thing I can think of is just you know subways, stuff like that. People on top of each other. But I'm no expert. That's the only thing I can think of. Though.
2: And I think that's the prevailing logic until you start to read. And that, and this is where that question about the news sources come in because there's there's entities out there that are pushing a specific narrative. And the sad thing about this coronavirus is that it's become very political. Um, no. Depending on what news source you read, it's either an attack on the local government, the state government, or the president. It's all really all about shifting blame and catching people's eyes and ears about what potentially would get them to read that article or buy that newspaper. People still buy newspapers and, and things like that. So, like, you look at it from this one perspective, yes, that would be what you guys have said would be total common sense logic. New York is the most densely populated city in the country. Um, There's no escaping you know, interacting with large groups of unknown people, just walking from one block to the next. And then you read there's articles that New York took like a completely different approach in terms of its elderly and at-risk people by moving them essentially into these long-term care centers, which ultimately ended
0: up killing like everybody, including the staff at these places. put them all in danger. I know there's some, there's some talk of that, mishandling of that of the elderly in Connecticut as well through this.
2: Yeah. But, but, but it makes you wonder, like, why is that narrative on one news station and not another?
1: Well, they're blaming Cuomo, right? For how he yes. handled it with the elderly. Yeah. I didn't read too much into that, but I, I did see, I got, yeah, I'm with you. I don't know what to believe. Is that true? Is it, is it that on Cuomo? Did he really drop the ball there? Like, I don't know. And
2: that's just it. I mean, I love to be giving, like, definitive, like, this is what I think. I mean, I'm basing a lot of, you know, just a lot of, just trying to process a lot of information. And it's gone to a point where I think we need to, to the way we are um, digesting information as a society is really based on, you know, what makes you feel good or what motivates you and what political affiliation do you have.
1: Yeah, that's
2: it. <laughs> that's it's it, really man. it, because otherwise you can't determine what's true and what's false. I mean, I, there, I'm sure there are intelligent people that can, but if you're just a regular schmuck and you type in coronavirus on Google right now, you'll find on the, on the news portion, you'll find 15 different narratives about the coronavirus. Yeah,
0: There's nothing more infuriating than trying to manage my way through this every day, trying, you know, reading about it and going back to those articles and everyone is just trying to point a finger at somebody who dropped the ball. And I don't really give a shit. I just want to know what I need to do to keep myself, my family safe. And, uh, you know, and, and the last people I trust are fucking the government. You know, regardless, I don't care if you're a Republican, Democrat. I don't really give, you know, if you're telling me one thing, okay, that's fine. But let me see what the experts say. Let me see what other people have to say about what they're doing. And that's why I like having, like, the show. And that's why I like having you on is because, uh, you know, it gets a different viewpoint from people from all over the world. And that's why, like, that's those Zoom meetings that we were doing, you kind of check in with people and see how you were handling it, how, you know, this guy was handling it, how this guy with his kids was handling it. And it was just kind of good to, to manage it ourselves rather than relying on these, these new sources that are, that are biased one way or the other. You got know, really to look out for What's yourself. Out doubt,
2: the, the good thing is the answers that they have to this stuff is essentially like, you know, I touched on from the very beginning where, you know, actually washing your hands if they use the restroom, And using hand sanitizer in the absence of water and soap is essentially the answer that the CDC has for the coronavirus, which leads me back to that original point. I mean, that is the procedures for combating the flu. So the, the, the conspiracy theorist in me would say that a lot of the information, the finger pointing, the name calling is all political posturing and gesturing. But at the same time, is it a poten- is it a potential distraction for the fact that I don't think that the World Health Organization, the CDC, or anybody has any fucking idea what this thing is
0: or how to actually defeat it? Yeah, which is which is fine if, if, if that's the truth. Like I, I would like to know that though. Yeah, I mean, I, I if it's something new and that and that's hard to combat, that's fine. I would just like to know that that's where we are rather than you know, this is what we should do. This is what we shouldn't do based on political. Well, points.
2: and that's just, it. I mean, the government's got to come out with this. They can't just say, well, Hey, you know, we're going to, we're going to see how this plays out. They had to come out with a def- definitive statements, but if you really track this thing back to the beginning, I can mm-hmm. actually, I mean, I don't have the documentation in front of me, but I can literally actually recall, and I'd hate to, hate to throw shade on Fauci because, you know, last name ends in a valley, He's from Brooklyn.
0: But the fact of the
2: matter is, I can picture the man saying that he said that masks would do do no good for the general public. And I remember I remember being in my office at the time and talking to, you know, talking to my boss about it. I'm like, I know I don't know as much as I probably should about the coronavirus, but I do know from a common sense standpoint, how can he publicly state that wearing a mask won't help the general public? That's just that's just common sense. If you have it, I don't. You sneeze in my proximity. Why would me wearing a mask not to be to my benefit?
0: Yeah, it seems like any kind of line of defense would be beneficial. What? No, nope, whether it's a thin mask or like an entire, you know, hazmat suit, it feels like any anything would be beneficial. Rather than right. Nothing. But, go
1: okay. ahead, sir. No, uh, no, go ahead I, I was going to follow up with a different question. Go well, ahead, the, the,
2: the the point there is is the message is consistently inconsistent. And I think that touched on something that we were talking about today, where the World Health Organization today said that asymptomatic uh, uh, survivors, asymptomatic carriers of the coronavirus are extremely unlikely to spread the coronavirus.
0: Which is huge and big news if it's true. It's great news,
2: it's good news, but it's also a total contradiction of everything we've heard. That's why people have been afraid to go to their grandparents' house or people have been been afraid to go see their, you know, see their cousins or whatever it may be. Is because that whole notion is like, I don't know if I have it or not. And at the same time, I'm trying to do the right thing as a citizen and I'm told to not go get, not get tested if I'm not exhibiting symptoms. So. Why would I waste a test for somebody else if I'm trying to do the ethical thing as a citizen when I don't have any symptoms? It's best that I just stay in place.
0: Well, it's the other point, though. I mean, if, if they really didn't know what they're dealing with, this makes complete sense to kind of go in, you know, and try and be safe with it for as long as you had to until they got a better grasp of what's going on. And it is frustrating. And and, if it, and right, if it is true, it's like, what the fuck were you doing for the past three months? But it might have been like a necessary evil to do this until we figured we had a better understanding of what it is we were doing. I, I do think that it did have a you know obviously it's continuing to have a
2: benefit versus if we did absolutely nothing. I I think I say that I say that yeah. almost with hesitation yeah. now, but I think it, it better. Have been uh, well, a benefit. Well, <laughs> well, but that brings <laughs> but that's going to bring us into another point about the Floyd thing and the the riots and the protests and how that whole narrative contradicts everything that we're talking about as well so i mean we could get i mean if we want to stay if we want to stay on this we could stay on this or jump right into why those two things are intertwined and why my skepticism is at an all-time high
1: now we can get into that because my question was gonna i was gonna ask you about the the report today the asymptomatic so you're you're all over that so we i mean you can get into the fourth stuff so.
0: Well, can I ask you one? Can I ask you one more question on on uh, coronavirus? And then we could go right to that. That was a nice transition. That was a professional transition. I appreciate that. Yeah, it that. was pretty good. <laughs> but I do. I just want one question. We could jump right over to that. But just, wh- where are you with with uh, like? Do you think a second wave? Or, or again, it's just too 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 many like what ifs in this question? That's fine. But like, do you think a second wave is guaranteed? And like, are you pessimistic for like the seasons like is summer gonna be okay fall might be where it kind of comes back or is there too many what-ifs in this scenario to even you're just All playing right, it I week think by this week is why this you want to be on the show yeah I,
2: I i gotta i gotta <laughs> i gotta throw in a historical context <laughs> and, and throw out something to make you think about it there's been a lot of attempts attempts to make an equivalence between the coronavirus and the flu true or false sure with the flu and with
0: the yes. 1918 thing which yeah. which that turned out to be yeah.
2: totally fucking way off base i mean the world has changed a lot since 1918 mm. 50 million people dying of basically a flu like uh disease is is kind of you know it, it just it just, that one didn't resonate from the get go but i'll tell you there's you know there's one thing that's i've been actually pushing and i throw out so many stuff so much stuff on our whatsapp i i'm sure it got missed but I've been talking about it with uh, friends and family. I mean, it's just the ramblings of a madman. But I, I, I've, been, I've been talking <laughs> about it with my friends and family for months. Is do, all right. So, you, how old were you in 2009? I was 23,
1: 22.
2: Yeah, you had to be what, 27, 28? All right, yeah, I was 28. Yeah. So, we got the, we got, you know, Larry Moan Curly. You know, we, we're, we were all old enough to understand what was going on in 2009, right? Okay, does anybody yes. remember H1N1? Nah.
0: Yeah, Particular, oh, Like,
1: very,
0: and very it, little. Yeah, I know it existed. So too.
2: Ant's reaction to that is my reaction to it, to the point where I was thinking that, you know, either I was totally in the dark during that period of time or I was too focused on work or whatever it was. But I started doing some research on H1N1, which is also known as the swine flu. Now, if you look it up, uh, if right. you look up what the swine flu is or was uh, in comparison to the coronavirus, there's a lot of similarities in the symptoms. There's a lot of similarities in, uh, in, in, the, in the fact that it's a pandemic. It was untreated. This that, and the other thing. The reality of it is, is that I do not recall as a 26-year-old one preventative measure being taken by a local state or federal, or the federal government in terms of stopping the spread of H1N1.
0: Flat out. I'm just going to say, I do not recall it. Do you? I, I don't know. I remember, I remember nothing of it. I mean, we, went to, we went to an actual parade in 2009. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, think we, I think that might have been mentioned on the show before. But, yeah, we, we were actually at a All parade. Right, so so. Do you know that 1.2 million uh, Americans well, were
2: hospitalized with the swine flu in 2009? Did you know that no. worldwide, 300,000 people died of the swine flu in 2009? Okay, so those no. things happened. And I believe <laughs> yep. that the overwhelming thought or the, the prevailing uh, notion behind you know stopping the spread of that was the concept called herd immunity. Is that right. the people yeah. that are yep. going to be the most susceptible to illness to people with the underlying causes, the people that are over, excuse me, the people that are over 75, uh, the people that are already hospitalized, so on and so forth, that basically they're going to die. And that everyone mm-hmm. else that is, you know, somewhat healthy and doesn't have the underlying health concerns is either going to get it and not show any symptoms or B, get it and recover or C, a very, very small fraction of the people That contracted are going to die from it this happened in our lifetimes and nobody can recall changing anything about their lives no nothing and that's not an exaggeration do you remember even hand sanitizer being a thing in
0: 2009 no how about about wearing masks nope Nope, I was on the subway every day. Did not think twice <laughs> nope. about
2: it. Probably there's a good chance you probably no. had it. I'm not kidding. It's very possible. It's possible. If you, I mean, who the hell possible. remembers? You know, uh, yeah. a three day bout with a uh, you know flu-like symptoms ten years ago or eleven years ago. But I'm telling you, there's a chance <laughs> that you had the swine flu and you didn't even get and didn't even go to the doctor for it.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so do, do you think? think, we're just, do you, think I was better. gonna say, do you think this is like politically motivated? Is that uh, what you're getting at? Or do you think we're bigger? You think we're bigger uh, pussies
0: today, and just scared, like like scared little bitches, <laughs> cowering from, from right? I'm Any gonna say, of, see, like, my, my
2: political. Oh. I guess we'll get into politics. my My political opinion <laughs> is one that I do not believe is shared by a large majority of, on either side of the aisle. I am truly a centrist. I try to see the best in both sides and I feel like people like me have gone the way of the fucking dodo bird. It just... Everything is so polarized now. Everything is so left or right. I mean, so there's a part of me that would say if you really wanted to drink the conspiracy theory Kool-Aid that a lot of this was done by governors and local governments that essentially want to um, dismantle the Trump presidency.
0: I, well, I find that. that extraordinarily yeah, that.
2: hard to believe, especially given what has happened to these cities as a result of the lockdown, as an, a result of the ensuing riots, and all that other stuff. So, but that's an opinion that's out there. And oh, then yeah. the mm-hmm. other opinion on the other side would be total mismanagement. From the U.S. government, from the highest level, led to misconception, misinformation, disinformation, and a, an essential, an essential clusterfuck, where really nobody knew what to do, and they allowed some people to hit the panic button. That you know, given if there were you know the proper committees and there was the proper infrastructure built to handle this kind of thing, maybe we wouldn't have had the reaction that we did.
0: Yeah, but was it even necessary to, to to go through the lengths we're even talking about that still? But before, like, was it even necessary to go through the lengths that we did? And then, and, and if, and if, and if that was unnecessary, if the three months was unnecessary. Who's to blame for that? You got, you got to does it even fuck, that You got put honestly,
2: you got to put it, you got to <laughs> put it on Fauci and Burks. because I mean, as 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 inept as okay. he may has, has appeared at times in handling the situation you go back to Trump's reaction about it, Trump has said things like, this thing's going to go away in a couple months. This thing is, this thing is essentially yeah, yeah. a hoax. Things like that. And people went fucking ballistic about it because everyone was scared for their lives. But as it turns out, whether or not he just happened to catch a lucky strike on that one, it's looking like he was actually right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but he also came out initially and said, it's, like, it's only going to be a couple people. And it ended up being, obviously thousands and thousands of people so i mean he he, he, i mean he i mean one of the good things he did was he he called the china uh the travel ban real early which i don't think the democrats would have done if they were in power that's probably like the only good thing i could say that he's really done during this Mm -hmm. whole thing um but yeah um i i mean he he gave us a lot to think about uh with fauci and burks i mean i I think with them, they were just learning about this on the fly too, so they they knew basically as much as we did, and obviously they're supposed to know more and be better than us. But I think they were kind of like, "What the fuck's going on?" Just like we were.
0: Well, in their position, it's better to be overcautious and wrong than undercautious and wrong. You know what I mean? Because they're like, nah, like, like you said, he 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 jumped ship on that mask thing pretty quick. Because eventually, he did say that you got to wear masks. I, I mean, probably a month and a half, two months later, but." eventually he changes his opinion right to me like that that is borderline inexcusable though if
2: you think about it i mean just the fact that and yes i mean that's certainly an opinion and it certainly seems that way but how could the top minds on infectious infectious control in the world get caught off guard by anything like this yeah there's no yeah, protocol true. there's no like Hey, we break out the playbook now. We're just totally caught with our pants down. It's that's what it felt like. Hard to imagine, and that goes to the point, though. Was there no infrastructure put in as a result of maybe budget cuts, or you know, Trump uh, focusing on other you know agencies and focusing on different you know different matters that it it kind of slipped by the wayside? Mm. I just. That's where, that's where a lot of this stuff, I have a lot of ideas, I have a lot of information, but I can't draw any conclusions because every day you watch it or look at this, it's something different.
0: Well, it's definitely, definitely oh, a fun time definitely, to be see, alive. I mean, i probably been alive in sure. 50 years. Can you imagine so just, a history book just, to say about this time? <laughs> I'm just, just, just going to leave 2020 blank and skip over it, I think. Yeah, uh, don't, you don't need to read it. Don't bother. Twenty twenty. I didn't for history exam. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait. In that, that was just right. March. Like, wait yeah. a second. What? six months to go. <laughs> wait a second. Yeah, yeah. In that, in that case, uh, you know, the, the the year has kind of flown by because of three months just home it really, really flew by. I don't know about you guys, but
1: yeah,
0: it has. T- time. Time flew with nothing else going on. I don't know what the fuck I did. I look back. I don't know what the fuck I have to do. No, I'm, I'm right there with you, months. man. I mean, it usually feels like we kind of earn our way to summer. You know, you you work your way towards it, and here
2: it comes. It's kind of like we missed the entire spring, and it's like, yeah, it's June now.
0: It doesn't feel like June, but it is. Yeah, I, just, I just woke up one day, and there's sweat in my balls, and I knew <laughs> the summer was here. I was like, huh, how about that? Yeah. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to, well you I mean, have to visualize it, man. Can actually visualize. <laughs> Jesus. It,
1: <man>. <laughs> well, <laughs> like now we all are, unfortunately. I yeah. I just, I, just <laughs> I let sports dictate the calendar for me to what time of year it is. And so without sports, it's like, yeah. I mean, it's like I can't even believe that it's June. What is it, eighth today, or whatever? Like we'd That's be ju- we'd be in the NBA finals right now. Yeah, that's yeah. true.
0: That's a, an entire calendar is set because of sports. You're like, yeah, okay, you know, here's the uh, the finals. Here's like the the you know U.S. Open will be coming up, and uh, you know to- tennis tournaments, and you know just the dog days waiting for you know waiting for football to start and shit like that. But the Ra- now there's, you're, there's there's nothing. You have to go. The Rangers would be in the midst calendars. of an incredible Stanley Cup run
2: right now. <laughs> well, they
1: they might they might be, but I, it's think, be they're in, gonna, like, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna. New Ranger fan?
2: What the hell's oh, going like on this. over there? Yeah, I, I, who, who, <laughs> yeah. Two people? You're dealing with two island fans I know in the world.
1: <laughs> I, mean, I live right on the shoreline, Long Island Sound. That's a good point. That's it. Right? I'm not a big yeah. hockey guy, though. I, I hockey is like a distant. Distant fourth, uh, for me, so I guess it's, it's I can't even really talk hockey that well. I didn't even get yeah, the ball Island
2: shoreline, maybe the biggest stretch I've ever heard for winning stand. In
1: my, I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's the best, it's the best I have. All it's right, the, only...
0: we'll, we'll, we'll the judges will accept that. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah, so Ant was saying the Rangers might be actually doing it. What do you yeah, think? You guys got uh, the yeah. Hurricanes in the first round, it looks like. Knock on wood. The Hurricanes don't goes, want to play either.
2: Nope. They they don't? They basically come out and like, oh, like what was, you know, what were those 45 games for if we're ending up in this seed? Like, they're like very content. They've been very contentious with the league about this whole thing.
0: So
1: I think that's well, the like, like equivalent
0: First round
2: bye,
1: yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say you drew a good first round <laughs> matchup. It
2: looks like <laughs> <laughs> the Rangers were a house of fire before this thing happened,
0: but I don't know. You guys want to hear me talk about the Rangers? That's the second time, second time in two in in two in uh, two weeks that we talked about how teams got hot before the pandemic are going to be are going to suffer if they come back and uh, and aren't their, and aren't themselves. So Who's the other team that was mentioned last week? Also. No, just in general. Like if it, if you're a team that got, Ant was saying, one of his friends uh, who was a big hockey fan. Is you know was saying that if, it's unf- not unfair, but it's just kind of sucks for teams that were that were kind of rolling beforehand because momentum has a lot to do with uh, how, how you're doing. With the yeah. You're saying Kevin, yeah.
1: I, I have a buddy who I defer like all my hockey questions to. He's at, He's like a Rangers fanatic. I mean, he knows more about hockey than like anybody I know, so I defer to him and. He was just talking about how the timing and the chemistry is going to be off when they get going. But, I mean, I, he'll be happy. Once, it, once it's back, I'm sure he'll be happy. Because that's his mate. Uh, that's I mean, number short,
2: number short term, now. I want it back for selfish but, reasons. But I, I
1: know even if they won, there would
2: always be like an asterisk. <sighs> and, and we never hear the end of it as Ranger fans. Yeah. And, uh, trust me, I, I know how it go.
0: Yeah, I would I would say there's no asterisk for for most teams, but for for a, a certain few, I'd one hundred percent be sure there's an asterisk <laughs> for as long as I as long as I could say.
1: <laughs> yeah, we and gotta range, see how we gotta see how it feels when it comes back. It's gonna be weird. It, it's definitely we're definitely in asterisk territory. Uh but I think we won't know until we actually see the product, you know, what it's actually gonna feel like. Is it gonna feel you know fake, like not real, like you know, exit exhibition, or is it going to feel no like fans the in
2: the, no fans in the sure. stands is going to be very weird. I don't think the intensity lets up,
0: but the atmosphere is going to be bizarre.
1: I know. For
0: sure. Yeah. Uh, if else, let's take like two seconds here, shut down. I'll resend it out and we'll uh, get back going on this. Uh, just yeah. a minute. Is that cool? Yep. All okay. right. I'm going to hang up and I'll send it back out. All right, we're back. Thanks for uh, bearing with us there. Um, just tone to your point of and Ant, to your points of uh, how it's going to feel when like sports comes back and we're doing a playoff scenario, basketball, hockey. Like, is there a ch- like, there might be a chance where they let some people on the stands? Right? I mean, if they're, I mean, if we're kind of loosening up everything and we're still two months away, a month and a half, two months away from all this stuff, why why wouldn't they let some fans in the building and and maybe. I don't know. Maybe it was just like kids and free tickets like for, you know, or whatever it might be. Just let bus, not a busload of kids, but let some people in there, right? What Couldn't they do something like that rather than, uh, we're so, so far away.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess they would have to obviously, you know, set up some sort of uh, parameters, you know, so everyone's social distancing from each other. I actually heard Mark Cuban talking about this. Um, I forget who he was on with somebody being interviewed in. He was talking about He was talking about that exact thing, about letting people in, but I, didn't, I don't know if he was talking about next year or if he was talking about this year because – I mean, where are they? They're playing in Orlando, right? Is it, is it like uh, yeah. a small gym? I have no idea. Wait,
0: it's, it's not – oh, it's not, it's not the magic place, right? It's like a Disney World, right?
1: Yeah, I, I feel yeah. like it's a smaller arena they're playing Maybe I mean, yeah. Maybe you can get yeah, away with well. letting some people in. I don't know.
0: It's, the, I mean, it's still, it still won't be the same. It would not be the same. It won't be a packed stadium.
1: But I don't know. I, 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 I mean, I, what's the broadcast going to be like? Are they going to do like the whole ABC? I mean, they they probably got to try and make it feel as authentic as as possible.
0: Well, I saw something about using fake crowd noise at first, like crowd noise from NBA Two K or something like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ugh, I can't <laughs> Yeah, let's leave fake crowd noise. You know, the New Jersey Nets in the Meadowlands, please. Mm. Don't be take. they'll be taking our our moves. Bill Goldberg, nineteen ninety nine. So you big fake fake crowd noise
2: guy. Oh yeah,
0: they used to pipe, uh,
2: they used to pipe in the Goldberg chants because he wasn't over anymore.
1: Yeah,
0: that's <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, did not know that. Um, it's a fun fact. Well, just a fun fact. Well, yeah. We'll, we'll get we'll get back to sports in just a couple minutes, but uh, I know tone you had you wanted to do a little the George Floyd protests plus the COVID-19 corona shit uh going on you had something you want to say about that whole situation right
2: uh yeah i mean the, if you would have asked me yesterday i would have had a very different opinion but today
0: mm-hmm. as
2: as a resident of the proud state of new jersey i saw over the weekends now mind you new jersey is not quote unquote reopen fully. You can't get a haircut right now. You couldn't sit out outside at a restaurant. I think in many places, I don't know exactly every rule. I've just been kind of just playing it safe. So I'm not, you know, I'm not that anxious to dive right in and I'm looking at all the things you can and can't do.
1: Mm-hmm. But I
2: do know that this state is still under lockdown. And I know that it was a big deal to have 15 people or more at your house for Memorial Day and the governor had to come out and say Hey, uh, you know, hey, New Jersey, uh, you're cleared to go. You can have 15 of your closest friends and family over for a barbecue. Fast forward two weeks, he's arm in arm. This this Murphy, he's arm in arm with presumably with strangers in at a protest (laughs) with thousands of with thousands of people, no social distancing, grabbing the same banner. And essentially standing shoulder to shoulder with people, somebody explained to me how he takes that photo up and still gets taken seriously as the governor here
0: yeah like you said it's just uh it's all very political that when it when it suits him politically to show up at a rally he shows up regardless of what he's been preaching for the past three months it's uh it's really strange to see all these crowds. At this point in time after after we've spent so much time being away from each other, intentionally keeping away from each other, and now I'm like in you know like a week and a week and two weeks from now, when nothing happens, it's gonna be more more so what I said before, like what the fuck was that last three months for? like what the fuck were we doing if if you could actually gather by the thousands in crowded streets and no- and nobody and there's no consequences to it like what the, what what the hell are we doing and what the hell do we and what the hell do we do now
2: oh that absolutely and I understand why it's political don't get me wrong I get why he needs to be in that photo yeah yeah, yeah. but That's... the one exception that could be made would be that it's a literal life and death scenario which he's outlined I don't know every hour that he's spoken for the last 90 days yeah how do you just jump in there
0: yeah I, and it, and you, it's weird because then you see like politicians I, that are actively social distancing. You'll see them in, in their own photo ops, not for like protests and shit, but whatever it might be. And and they're actively six feet away from everybody else in the room. And to see this guy go in there, do that. It's just it's mind boggling. It, it, it is the optics are confusing. And, uh, and, and, and I just you don't know what 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 it means for what we should be doing. It's just leadership. Just when you question what a, what somebody's supposed to be a leader is doing, where you are like, wait a second, aren't we supposed to be doing this? But this guy can do this. Like, what what are you gonna do the next day? You gonna go? Can, can, I, can I? Do I have to wear a mask to the fucking grocery store now, or can I just go get a gallon of milk without putting on this fucking headgear? Like, what what's what's okay, what's not okay, and who does who decides? Because he's... Not by his own fucking rules. Let me give. Let me. 100% agree. With it. Let me give you an example
2: as a guy that has. I have over 25 people that report to me for their living. If I went out as a sales manager and said this item, I'm just using an arbitrary number. This item is fifty dollars. You cannot sell it for under fifty dollars, or else it would, you know, jeopardize our profit margin. It would jeopardize our market share, because then other customers be aware, so on and so forth, right? And then I go and get a sale and I sold it for $32 and then go and blast the PO to everybody on my group email chain. What? How long do you think it would take before they hang me in the town square? (laughs) (laughs) At the very least,
0: yeah. Or have a full-on
2: insurrection where like, hey, this, this this is the guy that's telling us what the fuck to do. He just he just destroyed all his credibility.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That there has to be some sort of uh, was, was it leadership by example? You know. I mean, if he Based imagine it. he gets it. Oh Jesus Christ! I mean, nobody's going to get it anymore, Apparently, that's what it just seems like. No, there's like no fear anymore. That's that. But that's like, the me- weird. That's the very strange. He,
2: that's the message he just sent. I mean, if we're going to take absolutely. him as our leader here locally. Yeah, And this is yeah. that. That's the message you just sent Is You know what? Everything we've said, just, just fuck it. It's, it's all over. I mean, I will
1: say it just, it just goes back to everything being politicized because, you know, the people on the left, you know, will convince themselves. It's just, it's for a good cause. He's doing it for a good reason. The people on the right will just use it as ammunition against them. And then, then the, yeah. you know what I mean? That's plain and simple. That's just how it is. And, well, I mean, we know why he's out there. You, you, we've covered that, you, you know, just a minute ago. Why you know why he's out there? Why he has to be out there? It's just, uh, I don't know. It's tough. It's it, it is tough to uh, fathom that all of a sudden these politicians don't have a problem, you know, getting out there. I mean, just in New Haven the other day, the mayor was out. You know, uh, in New Haven the other was it Friday? There was thousands of people down there, and he was right out there. I mean, he had a he had a mask on and everything, but he was still he was still out there you know, mixing it up with everyone. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, it's just weird, weird, weird times.
2: (laughs) It really is, especially for somebody so adamant about, you know, you got, you're telling people they can't earn a living right now. They can't open the doors of their store. Uh, And even when they do, it's got to be 50% capacity. It's got to be stringent disinfecting procedures. It's got to be all this. And then there you are. Yeah. surrounded by strangers oh. in close quarters I, I, it just arm arm and literally arm. arm and arm <laughs> and again this is not me taking issue with what he's doing and why he's doing it for for the cause because i do think it is a legitimate cause i think it's complete sure. insanity from the other side of things i i just it, 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 when i saw it i was just like my my, my jaw at the floor like what's
0: going on yeah yeah, I get I can I understand like citizens take up the cause going out, doing everything, saying, look, I've had it with this. Yeah, if it's if it's risky to my health, that's that's fine. But as a politician, as a leader, if you're going to go out there for the photo op, you know, don't forget what you've been saying, you know, for the you know, what you said yesterday. Go out there, go get a megaphone and show your support that way. You know, you know, you don't need to go out there and, and lock arms. But, but, you know. Anthony, what if you what if you owned a what if you owned a barbershop right now? What would your I'd be, yeah, but, yeah, that'd be it'd be it like you said, mind boggling, infuriating, and it would it would just it would make no sense, and uh, it just would make you all the more anxious to want to get back and get your scissors in your hand and maybe put one in the neck of the man. <laughs> go to gov- the governor, go the governor.
2: <laughs> I tell you man If I was in, If I was owning A small business right now And I was had the government Telling me
0: this, and I saw that I would be
2: livid I mean like The
1: maddest I've ever been In my life Yeah Yeah it'd be a tough pill To swallow If you're one of these people You know who are out of work Right now I don't even know What the numbers are at Right now But obviously record high And unemployment To see that would uh, Yeah It would de- definitely yeah, Definitely get under my skin Definitely bother me
0: Yeah yeah, but it's just yeah, just just for today's headline too. That's what that's what gets me, man. It's like you you just went out there just to get. It's, it's a, that's what it seems like, just to get that photo op. wasn't It's it, it, it's unfortunate that it's probably a good deed, but when you do it like that and ignoring, like I said, the thing you literally said yesterday, it's just like just fuck you and your fucking photo op. It's just it's just disingenuous because tomorrow are you gonna wait, are you gonna do the complete opposite? You know, are you going to go out the next day? Like, if you're staying with Black Lives Matter today, are you going to go out tomorrow because the cops do something and stay in an arm around with the cops? And the cops need to support, too. I said it last week, cops need to support, too. But again, if you're a politician, if you, you got to pick your side. You got to pick your battles. And it's going to look disingenuous when you when go out and do the exact opposite of what you've been preaching, you know, up until the day before, apparently. Uh, especially that's, that's politics. That's politics Especially if it's life and death.
2: I mean, it, especially I mean, and I don't think that that photo op is worth, you know, th- that photo op, if you're looking at it from a careerist perspective, is anybody going to remember that in New Jersey on the well, except for the fact that it's ridiculous in, in the timing of things. But is that him being involved in that basically standard photo op
0: at this point going to win him an election? No, there's 10 other things you could have done besides standing with them
2: yeah arm. like like done. actually starting to institute things that maybe need to be changed, like they've done in other states where they've banned the use of chokeholds by police officers as a restraining tactic. Do something actual, yeah, York, do something yep. actual, and you know there'll always be people that disagree, but to me, that would be more impactful than go standing out there and literally defying what the you've said for the,
0: every breath you've taken for the last ninety days <laughs> it's nuts not. <nuts. laughs> That's politics for you, though, man. You're only as good as uh, today's bullshit. Uh, it's, just imagine, seriously, the, the things you have to compromise
2: with your integrity and just your, your <laughs> personality in order to become a politician.
0: They're not no, real not, people.
1: I've always, I've always said it. They're not real people. No.
0: Yeah, ro- I'm gonna, robots,
1: man. That's
0: it. If I'm going to compromise my integrity at all, it's going to be in private. <laughs> Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> It's not going to be for the public, not for public consumption. Even if, even if it yeah, was for the public good. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not for the public good. Of all <laughs> <laughs> uh, God forbid. All right. Well, guys, you want to just move? Let's, let's move on if you're ready. We've we got a couple of little little sports items to talk about uh tony you want to stick around for sports or you're done or you're just here for political competition <laughs>
2: you, you tell me man you want you want
0: you want me no. to uh hit the hit
2: the trail stick around whatever
0: yeah you could you could make the call because i'm 50 yeah. 50 i'm fifty I'm on it so
1: yeah stick around man you're uh <laughs> yeah so it's almost like you know having you on man you're a pro so Stick around; you're making my job easier. <laughs> we, we, I've been talking. We've been talking Corona for months now, and obviously the, you know, the protests. So I was, I was tired of talking it, about it. So you're a breath of fresh air. I hate chair. to break
2: it to you, this is okay. an intervention.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> I, may, I may as well get a brown. You know, a I'm going su- <laughs> to seamlessly yeah,
2: swoop in as the other ants. You know, it's just uh, we've been meaning to talk to you about this. All right. <laughs>
0: This is an airing of grievances. (laughs) It's
1: Festivus. Festivus six
0: months early. Yeah, Festivus in June. Um, Big news in the NBA today, and this you talk about effects, after effects of coronavirus and like all everything that we've done. This might be my favorite, um, what the favorite thing that comes out of of it so far, and that is the NBA is not going to be testing for weed or any recreational drugs come. these reinstated or the for these playoffs or whatever it is um shortened season slash playoffs they are done testing for
1: marijuana in the nba
0: it's huge news
1: yeah i mean you gotta give silver credit there i guess very progressive move by him long overdue
0: for sure yeah and i think somebody had said in our in a a group chat that me and tony are in that uh they just understand that what the fuck do you think these players have been doing all this time that they're off, <laughs> they're just, you know, and it takes a month for weed to get, for we to get out of your system. Let's not, let's not risk it and have a big name player come up positive on the marijuana list. You know what I mean?
1: How I wonder, I am kind of curious as to what the drug testing, um, like what it's like in the NBA, how often they actually test guys because, you know, I mean, a lot of guys, I mean, a lot of guys have admitted to it. J.R. Smith, uh, you know, I think when Steven Jackson come out years ago saying he used to smoke weed all the time, And like, I don't remember any of these guys ever failing a drug test.
0: Yeah, I don't remember anybody failing a test. So for, it, ma- I, it makes
1: I, me think that it's kind of lax to begin with, and this is just the final kind of nail in the coffin, like, all right, enough, enough of this. I don't
0: know if anybody was suspended. Maybe they're fine for they might not get suspended for weed. They might just get fined.
1: Oh, might be. A, oh, maybe. I don't know. It might. It, it's possible.
0: I don't know. It's. It's. It's nice to see a sport doing something right through this. Uh, through this whole thing, because baseball continues <laughs> to just like, how? What the fuck does baseball! It just always feels so dirty, and nothing ever feels good with baseball until I'm like watching a game. Everything within baseball is just rotten to the core. It feels like. And they, there's the fact that they can't figure out what they're going to do. They're going back and forth with, uh, with these things. Now, today, they, they came out with the 76-game proposal, and it's going to get rejected by the players. Yeah, But they're it's... like, oh but, we're, oh, but we're getting closer. How come you guys are on a 24-hour Zoom call right now just hammering out the details and figuring it out? They're fork- they're I mean, the fuck is taking so long.
1: Yeah, it's bad. It's not good right now. I, I don't know what – I think they're going to do something, but it may end up being some – like a 48-game – it's going to – it may end up being some ridiculous – I mean, we're already in asterisk territory, like I said, with NBA and NHL. I mean, you give me a 48-game season, oof, that's, that's tough to take. 48-game is not a baseball season, man. No. It's not. 76 I could live with, even though that's – I mean, that's short. But at this point, 76 is the best you're going to do. You know, July 10th start date is proposed uh, to September 27th, regular October postseason. Uh, I think the the biggest issue right now is the um, the owners only offered 75% of their prorated salary, which you, you got to yeah. give you got to them 100%. Like, they're not going to go for – they want to be paid for the games they're played, you know. It's, it's yeah. kind of simple mm-hmm. arithmetic. You want to be paid for the hours you're working. Yeah. So – I just, you know,
0: it just comes off as so, like, it's, it's so, so negative me. and greedy. <laughs> yeah, but not even, not, not even that, just the, even even lesser than that. It's just like, it's just so, so muddy. Like, why the fuck can you just hammer it out? Like, how's NHL's gonna, NHL's gonna be playing, NBA's gonna be playing, NFL's gonna, NFL is the greediest fucking corporation in the country, and they're gonna figure it out. You know, it's yeah. gonna be. I mean, they have a lot more time to figure it out, but guaranteed gonna contracts. That's no. right. like
1: Yeah, it's true. It's the only sport, uh, right? That has guaranteed contracts. Play- baseball.
0: So it's the players' yeah.
1: union, then. I, g-
0: I guess we can we can blame uh, what's his name Donald Fear? Was he the one who uh, argued for that shit back in the day? Was it him? I don't <sighs> know. I have no idea. Where I don't know when that happened. I just know I, don't, I never like Donald Pierce. All I know. I, I know, baseball does numbers
2: with its fan base. Baseball, if you look at it incrementally, you know, is doing okay, but it makes you really wonder: was this baseball's chance to capture a new audience, to capture an audience that they lost out on, and they just, you know, no pun intended, just totally dropped the ball.
1: Thousand percent. I I was saying that. Even before, you know, early on in the pandemic, I was like, baseball has a chance to come back, you know, maybe June, like right around this time that we're at right now, early June, and be the only game in town and, you know, capture, you know, those eyeballs. All the eyeballs will be on on the set. That'll be it. That'll be the only sport. But, of course, you know, best-case scenario, they come back maybe a couple weeks before the NHL and NBA, which doesn't even look likely at this point. It's just ridiculous. It, It really is,
2: and especially, like you
1: guys mentioned, that other leagues are figuring it out. I mean, the
2: NHL, from a promotional standpoint, is about as inept as it gets. I mean, I mean, think <laughs> about it. They have no idea how to promote their stars at all, nor do they know how to give people mm-hmm. the product that they're looking for, much like the NFL. But at the same time, you got to say, if the NHL figured this out, we gotta, we got to get our ducks in a row
0: here. <laughs> you would think. Yeah, I, don't, I don't get the sense of urgency from either side, though. From players or from the owners, I just get—I just get feeling they wanted to sit here and argue for the entire fucking summer rather than figure out the actual. The Who, actual who's got season. more to? Well, think about it. who's got more to lose. The players or the owners? Um, wow! They both have a lot to lose. I mean, if, if if it goes as bad as it can go, they both have a lot to lose for a, a season. I think the owners will be fine for, if without a season, the owners will be fine. And players will come back next spring, raring to go. But I mean, if it if it gets real bad, and real ugly, owners like, who knows you could lose franchises because of this—an I mean, entire season without without any revenue—and then if it bleeds into twenty twenty one, I mean that, that that's you know you think you think the Pirates are going to last? Marlins? That's, that's a great that's a
2: great point. I mean, there's specific franchises I guess that are teetering on bankruptcy, and this could push them
0: over the edge. It just it, – it, it, it doesn't make any sense to not – like I said, I don't know why they're not – why they haven't figured it out yet and, like, why now is not, like – now should be – is a two-minute warning here. Like, at least you're under a minute left oh, to go in the fourth quarter. Figure oh, the fuck
1: yeah. out, man. Yeah, no, it's go time now. Yeah. Yeah, this is ridiculous. I mean, think about it. July 10th, right, they're proposing. These guys are going to need at least, what, three weeks – to get ready, and they'll milk that for all
0: yeah. they got. And <laughs> oh, you got oh, the pitchers yeah. complaining about getting ready for a guy. I'm only going to only like eight starts this season. It's going to be, it, it's going to just be, a, it's going to be feel bad all around. That's going to be the asterisk on whatever season bullshit they get. It's, we played the games, but nobody was happy about it. Fans, fans, owners, and uh, players. Nobody was happy about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, part and of baseball. Go ahead.
0: No, I was say baseball loves doing that. Baseball loves just shitting all
1: over itself and making, I don't know, fans eat it up called hot dog and cracker jacks. Yeah, I mean, part of me does question how bad the players want to get back out there. And even though I know it's not their necessarily all their fault, you know, the owners are definitely to blame here. Mm. There's some, I don't know, not enough of them have really like spoken up to be like, we got to get out there. A lot more reasons why they shouldn't play than why they should play. Yeah, it's like no. It's almost like they're being muzzled by lawyers, like all right, like by their agents. You know, Boris Tunnel. All right, don't say anything Uh, publicly. It's like if I was a player, man, I'd be like, let's figure this the fuck out. Are they
2: withholding? Are they withholding players' salary at this point?
1: I don't think the players are getting paid. As far I think that's what I've read that they're not getting paid.
0: Yeah, best of my knowledge. I wonder how that works. What's the
2: clause? in that scenario where like, you know, like a, a totally unrelated incident, like, you know, a plague comes through and like they get nothing.
1: Yeah. It's tough. Cause they are under there's gotta be some sort of wording in the contract. I don't know. Ugh. That's a good question. I'm not sure. But as far as I know, no, none of them are getting yeah. paid. What do you guys think about playing the minor leaguers in there? Scab crossing the picker <laughs> line
2: oh
1: my god dad there wasn't I think it was like it 1981 it start, the season started with minor leaguers or something oh yeah we talked about that a couple weeks ago because that was, was, that, yeah. Yeah, that was a shortened <laughs> season anything for baseball man I mean I'm biased because I love baseball but um like I, like I said with the other sports, again, there's going to be an asterisk next to it. It's just not going to feel like a real season. Forget about this, the fans, just the fans. Sh- baseball doesn't work on a, you know, on a shortened season like that. But I'll take anything. I really will. I'll take any- anything.
0: Yeah. It's just, it, it, and right now, especially with the country is like moving on like slowly, but kind of surely kind of pushing forward. And you see, like, like I said before, like states reopening and stuff. Like the fact that you can't get a baseball game with no fans, in the stadium going. You, like how come? How come we don't have a plan in place? You know, for a month out from now, it's infuriating. Like people go. People are starting to go back to work. People are starting to congregate again. You know, not in or con- congregate in protest, but I mean, people are starting to go to other people's houses. Restaurants <laughs> are open in some places. You know, you can you go out, go eat al fresco or whatever. But I mean, just the fact that they're not even. Ready. They're not even they don't even have a plan. It's just like fuck
1: you guys, man.
2: Yeah.
0: No good.
1: It's well, definitely a black eye for the sport. If it if to, it, if I'm not, I'm gonna say if, but if it uh doesn't come back, it's big black eye.
0: They should have been starting July fourth, That eh? That was like the best plan that they had. Start yeah. July
1: fourth, get the season. The eighty one game it was the good it was supposed to be an yeah. eighty one game See, It would have been oh, it would have been the best, man. Fourth Perfect. Of July.
0: Yeah, been I mean, perfect. Fourth of July is like, um, is like Christmas Day basketball games. Yeah, it's like
1: perfect. I mean, that's going to be the worst part about the holiday, man. It's on a Saturday this year too. I mean, Fourth of July is a great uh, holiday. Not having baseball is just criminal.
0: You might, you, well, you might get
1: uh, preseason. You might get some spring training games. True. If we, had, we might, <laughs> we might have to set up for spring training. It might be the best thing <laughs> <way> to
0: do. <laughs> Tone, were you? Uh... Were you pumped up for the Mets? I'm always season pumped this year? up for the Mets. <coughs> <coughs> always pumped up for the Mets.
2: Then uh, in, like, you September. know, as the family Ice skate, the first pitch goes out and the season's over. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> always pumped up. Okay, so you're at the opposite of me then where I just it, it feels terrible in the off season. You love the off season because the possibilities are endless. And then you then the season starts, you're like, ah oh, yeah.
2: I mean the, uh, the injuries go. will start, you know, something somebody'll fall off a horse or you know, get in a car accident. It, you <laughs> know, it's just that's being a Met fan. But uh I can't you know, I can't that's I feel like the Mets did have a good off season, but I pushed it and this is an example of how baseball dropped the ball. I pushed it so far out of my mind I, I don't remember even any of the moves they made. Syndergaard oh, got Mets, Tommy
1: John surgery. Yeah,
0: the Mets, didn't make, the Mets didn't make many moves.
1: <laughs> well, Cespedes oh. is coming back. That's kind of like a move. Who's, uh, who's the outfielder they signed? Jake Marisic. Oh. You got Jake Marisic. Marisnyk. Yeah. All right, so we didn't make that many moves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe we can wait until 2021. Is Bonilla still
1: there? In he's the one
0: guy who's still getting paid.
2: Bobby Bo has found a way to get paid through this entire time.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Well, Anthony, Tone, do you, you guys have anything else you want to add before we wrap this up? Or do you think you're uh, good for I tonight? we? I think we covered the bases. Thanks nice for having me
2: on. Uh, good,
0: good way to spend a Monday night. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. You did, uh, you did a great job for. I mean a couple of professionals like me and that have an amateur like you on That's right. a big step. Right? I, I, had to, I had to get over get over the shakes and <laughs> the butterflies. Yeah, I could, I could hear the nerves in your voice. That's what the Heineken, Heineken was for. That's
2: right. Anyway. The Heineken. Uh, my performance was sponsored by Heineken, original premium malt liquor from
0: Amsterdam. <laughs> wow, trying to get your sponsorship out of that. <laughs> All right, good shit, fellas. That was good stuff. Well, uh, definitely follow us on uh, Twitter, Instagram at Sunday Poor Tony. Hey, do you want to pump any social media for us? No. you want me to follow you? <laughs> uh, right? Well, that was really nice having you on. You cannot find Tony. He's gonna crawl yeah. back into his hole, <laughs> Un- con- con- disconnect from the grid, and uh, we'll try and we'll try and dial up his internet. I'll see, you guys-, you, know I'll see you guys when
2: we're coming out of the next. But,
0: Sounds, sounds good. Or this current place, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> nobody, nobody knows, knows anything. We've solved, we've solved nothing, and we are worse off and more confused than we right. were. That's hour what ago. I do best. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening to Sunday, Paul. I'll be back later on this week. We've got a big movie one coming up on Thursday, I think. Talk to you then. All
1: right. Peace.
0: All right, successful first run with a guest, man. At... Forgot to tell him about the post show. Uh, or did he just? Did... That's all right. I don't. I think uh, I think he got nervous. I told you he was amateur. You know, I can do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I thought. I mean, I didn't know coming in, man. Like weird, uh, kind of bouncing questions. Like, even though he wasn't really like a guest, like you had to. But still, we had to ask some questions, kind of help nah, out. Yeah, I
1: mean, I grew up listening to Mike and the Mad Dog, so... I just, yeah, I was, that's, that's kind of what I figured. I was going to kind of mention that, but uh,
0: yeah, I think, we, I think we did pretty well. First time going without really any Yeah, kind of well, he's
1: like, he's a talker, so you just got to, you know, lob him a softball and let him run with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's easy. He's good. He's fun to talk to. Easy yeah. to easy to uh, get going, for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, that I was, I was the easiest podcast I've ever done. That was a piece of cake.
0: <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right. Well, you, you don't have to mention names, but uh, can you think of any guests um, that you might have in the future, either from my, from my pool or yours?
1: Uh, do we have to find another Anthony? I guess it has to be. There's really no. <laughs> <laughs> um, it would, uh, you know, it would, when it comes to guests, it would have to be like dependent on the topic at hand. That's fair. That's fair.
0: Has anybody, no. has, let me ask you this. Has anybody expressed interest? no right. okay. <laughs> I don't think so all right all right because to- like, only... like
1: if the Jets go to the Super Bowl like you know who we got to have on I don't know if we're gonna do that the Jets lose the Super Bowl we? well no I mean I, I threw out the most unrealistic <laughs> you know event <laughs> it's kind of like when they went to Steve Nebraska and they were like if we get to the World Series you'll pitch game one
0: <laughs> wow
1: that's a hell of a pull right there man <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you know who you are. If the Jets are in the Super Bowl this year behind Darnold, we'll have you on. He's
0: Bowl a week. he's a fugazi listener, fake listener. Ah. He pret- he pretends to support us, but he's not. He'll never get this far in the show.
1: Hey, well, you know what? If he comes to if he if he comes to us with you know what I just said, then we'll have to consider having him on. Until then, yeah, I'll eat my hat. I'll eat, I'll eat my hat. Yeah.
0: I'll eat something. <clears> not my hat. Not my hat. I like all my. Hat yeah um all right because tony had like talked about not necessarily being on this on this show but like he had mentioned before like getting together doing stuff we've done we've recorded stuff before and uh was Uh, always like an interest so we're always kind of talking back and forth and i thought this would be good to get a fresh voice i think i think it worked out man i think it was good yeah that was good i think it
1: was good uh yeah i think it worked out well done looking forward to you think thursday we'll record I could do Wednesday or Thursday. I haven't really started preparing yet, but I think I could do. Uh, yeah, it's not a reason I say it. either Wednesday or Thursday. It's not a reason huh? I say Thursday
0: it just to give me an extra day to prepare, even though I've been preparing for, you know, for yeah, most of my life. But the last twenty, 20 yeah, it's, years, yeah. Uh, what
1: either either works. I don't, I don't care.
0: All right, we'll figure it out. Big one, man. Big one coming up on Thursday. And we put all this shit behind us for a day. So I'm looking forward to that. And uh, I don't know. We'll have a I think Thursday might – the drinks might be flowing on Thursday too.
1: It could be. It could be. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right.
0: All right. Good shootout. I'll get this out. Send it over in a little all bit. All right. All right. Peace. see.